0: Welcome to the Punani Podcast, the podcast that educates you on how to properly treat and eat the Punani. Here's your host, Professor Punani. Welcome back to the Punani Podcast, everyone. It's your girl, Professor Punani, here, and I'm here to educate you all on one of my favorite topics, BDSM. So without further ado, let's get started. So, BDSM, or... Bondage, discipline, sadism, masochism is a variety of erotic practices involving but not limited to role playing, bondage, dominance, and submission. Whether you're a sadist or a masochist, there's something in the line of BDSM for you. Now what the heck did I just say? Let me give some basic definitions before I talk more about what this world has to offer. A sadist is someone who gets aroused from giving pain. A masochist gets aroused from receiving the pain. You could be a sadomasochist like me, someone who enjoys a bit of both. People who like BDSM are called kinksters or fetishists, and those who are not into BDSM or fetish play are known as being vanilla. Bondage involves having some body part being tied or restrained in some kind of way. Discipline is usually given by a partner, known as a top or dominant, who's a partner who performs or controls the activity to take place. A bottom or a submissive is a partner who receives anything in this controlled scene. Again, some people may be a blend of both, known as a switch, meaning they're okay switching between either the dominant or the submissive role. Now to give a little history, BDSM has been around since the beginning of time. According to historian Anne Onomis, BDSM began back in Mesopotamia where gods and monsters would often discipline human subjects. Goddess Inanna would often induce her human followers to perform dances for her. And as these dances intensified, Inanna whipped her followers into a sexual frenzy, where they would then partake in wild group intercourse, which created both pleasure and population. Evidence has even been found of people volunteering to be bound and beaten for sexual pleasure from as little as 3 to 4 BCE. Even though people had been flogging and whipping each other since before time, the BDSM acronym didn't come around until the 1950s. With the rise of the internet came the rise of the BDSM community. Like-minded people are now able to join groups and discussion boards where they discuss the different aspects of BDSM and host parties to celebrate the culture together. One such website is FetLife, which is basically a fetish Facebook. It's a social networking website where people can share their experiences or be on the look for someone who is willing to assist in carrying out your wildest BDSM fantasy. A lot of people think BDSM must always involve sex, but the truth is, it doesn't have to. While BDSM can be about sex for some people, others draw a hard line between the two. Both sex and BDSM are very intense body experiences that can cause sensual and sexual feelings in the people who practice them. Some sessions may be as simple as peeing in a guy's mouth, aka water sports, or It could be pegging an old white guy and spanking him a few times. Either way, whatever you enjoy or wouldn't mind trying, do it. I'll save going into detail about this for another podcast, but for those of you who must know, I am a professional dominatrix, and I have been so for the past two years. I've had a lot of practice and learning along the way, but I think I'm very well educated when it comes to the BDSM world. Some of the requests that I've gotten or the things that I've done as a dominatrix, I've had friends ask me, oh my god, what's wrong with that man? Why does he want that done to him? And I always tell them there's nothing wrong for liking what you like. There's nothing damaged or broken about a person because they have a particular kink. BDSM is not something that emerges from abuse or domestic violence, and those who practice it are not condoning either of those. Instead, Enjoying BDSM is just like enjoying any other thing in life. Just because it's abnormal for you, doesn't mean it's abnormal for someone else. And the same for the opposite. Some things just turn some people on more than others, and that's okay. In BDSM, you have what is known as soft limits and hard limits. Hard limits are basically those things in which you absolutely do not want your dominant to do to you. And soft limits are those things in which you're willing to try, but to an extent. Also, during a session, in order to build an effective level of trust for you and your partner, it's always important to have a safe word or work off the color system. A safe word is a word that, when given, gives your dominant a clear signal to either slow or stop what it is that they're doing. I wouldn't suggest having the word stop as a safe word because to some people, saying stop during play is a part of the entire fantasy. So, a clear-cut, easy-to-remember safe word is always very important. If a safe word is not your style, your dominant can do what's called the color system. It basically works the same way a traffic light system works. Green means keep going, yellow means ease up a little bit, and red means absolutely stop. Your dominant can use this system by asking a random, how are you feeling, every few minutes throughout the session. Communication is essential for a session to run well. All this being said, know that at any time throughout, you have full right to say no and refuse anything being done to you, even if it was agreed upon before. Some people may think, well, if I say I want to be dominated, I may as well give up all my control. This is not the case. Do what makes you feel comfortable, and if you go to try something new and it doesn't feel right, stop immediately. Just remember that consent is a requirement in BDSM, and it's possible to consent to one thing while still objecting to another. Another thing before I forget to mention is the cost of these sessions. There are people out there who will tie you up, flog you, put a dildo in your ass for free. That would be a dominant. I consider myself a pro-dom, D-O-M-M-E which means I require payments for my session in the form of a tribute which can be either cash, gifts, or other pricey items. A common mistake is to believe that a dominatrix is a prostitute or an escort. Though nothing is wrong with either of those professions, there must be a clear distinction. Dominatrixes do not have sex for money. We just provide domination in exchange for tribute. Some dominatrixes may offer escortship or sex for an added fee but that is not common. That being said, tribute is one of those terms you need to know if you expect to be taken seriously in the BDSM community and want to find a dom who knows exactly what it is that she's doing and has the proper equipment to use. A BDSM scene can be incredibly intense for some and as such, aftercare is immensely important. Aftercare is the time and attention given to partners after an intense sexual experience. It can range from tending to wounds and counter during the scene to just communicating with your partner and reliving the entire experience. During aftercare is the time that we as prodoms use to help our partner during sub-drop, which is a sudden burst of sadness a submissive partner may feel once his or her endorphins crash and adrenaline begins to flood the body after a very powerful scene, according to the kink-positive sex therapist Galen Faust. Some people may be what we in the BDSM world refer to as lifestylers, which is someone who participates in the dominant-submissive aspect outside of the bedroom. They basically live and breathe BDSM. Someone in this case may also be someone who is involved in a BDSM romantic relationship. It's a common misconception that people who are in a BDSM relationship have a set of rules they must live by throughout the entire relationship. Things do not always go the dominant's way. In a healthy Dom-Sub relationship, the pair work together and come to a common ground as to what is expected of either of them. Through discussion and conversation, the pair work together to establish rules surrounding boundaries, desires, and preferences. If they are good Dom, they will take the needs of the submissive into consideration in order to have a healthy and fun-filled session and relationship. Rules are curated in a relationship so that the submissive is able to take care of their daily work or personal needs as well as take time to reflect on his or her mental needs. Rules can also be created for pleasure, for example, the submissive asking the dominant for permission when to masturbate or for permission when to finally orgasm. This adds more excitement to the relationship and allows both parties to participate in their roles. For a healthy BDSM relationship to exist, all parties must be willing and able to work around each other's needs whilst taking the fantasy into consideration. At the end of the day, you both are working towards bringing out the best versions of each other and effectively creating a supportive but structured dynamic. If you're thinking about trying BDSM but not sure where to start, I'd recommend beginning with sensory deprivation. Have your partner blindfold and handcuff you to test out if you're ready to give up some kind of control. Most toy stores also sell beginner BDSM kits that come with the basics needed to experiment and are not too scary for first-timers. The most important thing to remember is take your time. There is lots that exist in the kink world and you have a lot of time to figure out what yours is. The most important thing is to have fun and never be pressured into anything that makes you uncomfortable. Something I also recommend to maybe try nominating yourself is edging or orgasm denial. Edging is stimulating to the point of an orgasm and then stopping right before orgasm. Repeating this cycle will cause more intense, more sensual orgasms. It is a common treatment for premature ejaculation and is also a fun experiment to run on yourself. Edge yourself or your partner about 1-3 to times and then finally allow that one good release. It'll be the most intense orgasm you've ever had. One thing I see in the movies about BDSM that tends to be consistent is the wearing and use of leather. We in the BDSM community very much enjoy leather, in many forms it ranges in, from bustiers to paddles to thigh high boots. And, fortunate enough, there are vegan leather retailers. For those more experienced in the BDSM world, needle play may be something of interest. It sounds just like what it is one partner using needles on another, or someone using needles on oneself. Before you make a funny face, consider that everyone is into something different, and just because you don't approve of one kink doesn't mean it should be frowned upon. Anyway, as I was saying, do not do this if you are inexperienced. For someone who is experienced and into the kink, it can involve temporarily sticking a needle through an erogenous zone, such as the nipple or shaft of the penis. There's a TV show on Netflix named Bonding, which showcases a New York City dominatrix and her gay best friend working as her assistant. I for one love the show, I find it hilarious and I get flashbacks to similar experiences I've had, but the show has received a lot of backlash from others in the BDSM community. Opposers claim that the show lacks authenticity and isn't a real look into what BDSM is like. They also claim that the show has a very narrow view into what BDSM is really like. Watch the show, come back and leave a comment, and let me know what you think. All this being said, though BDSM is essentially about giving up control, consent is a must in any situation. If you're planning on participating in a scene, start light and start with someone whom you trust completely. Google is always a great option as well if you don't know how to do something or just want more information on the entire lifestyle. I would also highly, highly recommend creating a life page if you're in the United States and are interested in the lifestyle. There may be someone in your area that's willing to teach you or willing to have you experiment something on them. And if you're ever looking for a ProDom session, shoot me a message and I'll be down to talking business with you. Thank you for listening. Professor Ponani out.